This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3770 for Friday, the 13th of January, 2023. Today's show is entitled Tucson. It is part of the series Travel. It is hosted by Aoka and is about 15 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is We moved to Benson, a town just southeast of Tucson. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio, and another exciting episode, and I'm continuing uh, my travelogue of our RV trip, Um, and we're going to pick up in in Tucson, uh, actually Benson, which is just outside of Tucson, and on Thursday, January 13th, we moved to a different site to see if that would fix our electrical problem and we'll see what happens. Cheryl did some socializing with a couple who pulled in to the spot next to us, but then they had a dog, so that's not terribly surprising. And then we did some shopping, so it was a pretty quiet day for us. On Friday, January 14th, we had one electrical dropout in the morning, but that was all. We can live with that. I'm suspecting a low-voltage condition. When there is a dropout, the uh, alternating current powered stuff shuts off then comes back on a minute later. Um, After breakfast, we went to the Karchner Caverns State Park, which was only about 10 miles from our campground. We went on a guided tour of the caverns, which lasted about an hour and a half, and then watched a film about how the caverns were discovered and developed. Uh, We were not allowed to take any pictures on this tour, but I can say for sure they are extremely serious about preserving the caverns. We essentially went through airlocks entering and leaving, and the caverns maintain a temperature of 71 and a humidity of 98% continually. Now, after the tour in the movie, we opted for the Foothills Trail, which was a pretty strenuous 2.4-mile hike up and down foothills on a trail that was uneven and rocky. We definitely had enough for the day by the time we were done with that, but it was a good day. My knee did feel a bit of strain, so I think tomorrow will be laundry day and otherwise resting a bit. Saturday, January 15th. Mostly a maintenance day. We did the laundry, dumped the tanks, but we also went for a short walk. There's a nice little park next door to where we were staying, so we started there. Observed a lot of holes in the ground. They're undoubtedly made by wildlife, but what kind exactly, we don't know. Um, We have been told that snakes are not out right now and won't be until April, but this is rattlesnake country. So we're always cautious and stay on the paths. We did see some quail while we're out, otherwise resting up after that hike yesterday. Sunday, January 16th. Today was Tombstone, Tombstone, Arizona. This is totally old western kitsch, but it's well done. You know, it's worth a trip if you're in the area. Now, it's not a place you'd ever go back to a second time. Um, They do a so-called reenactment of the gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh, It's a timed show, so you want to check the times and get your tickets. 
Um, we did so and got tickets for the 1 p.m. show, and it included tickets for the Tombstone Historama, which ran on the hour. So we went there for the noon showing. The Historama is a combination of film and models and is narrated by Vincent Price. It gives the history of Tombstone, which began as a mining town and flourished until the rising water in the mines shut everything down. Then a quick lunch and on to the gunfight show. Totally cheesy but fun. We looked at exhibits afterwards, then went to the Birdcage Theater which at one time, when Tombstone was flourishing, was bringing in major acts. Uh, now, the Tombstone is interesting. Um, you know, why is it called Tombstone? And you, you might think, well, you know, Wild West, all these people were uh, shot with Colt 45s and all of that kind of stuff. That's not really where the name comes from. Where the name comes from is a miner who um, left Fort Huachuca to go and um, start looking for silver. And one of the other people at Fort Huachuca said, you know, the only thing you're going to find out there is your tombstone. Um, And so when he did strike silver, he called it the tombstone mine as a result of that. And then the town that grew up around it became known as Tombstone. So, little history there. Anyway, um, with all the things we did in Tombstone, that ate up most of the day. So we went home, tired, but feeling that we'd seen all we wanted to see there. Now, Monday, January 17th. Uh, this was the day we went to the Chiricahua National Monument. Now, this is really beautiful and in some ways reminded us of what we saw in Utah a few years ago, such as Bryce and Zion. Only instead of the red sandstone of uh, the Utah parks, the rocks were gray volcanic tuff, which is rock which forms when volcanic ash is compressed over time. Then the wind causes weathering and erosion, and you get beautiful shapes. Chiricahua gets its name from the Chiricahua Apaches who once lived here, but of course, in the usual United States way, they got moved on the land somewhere else. Uh, They called these rock formations Sky Islands, which kind of makes sense because you have mountains rising up suddenly in the middle of plains. Um, So it's not like a mountain range where it's, it's just all these mountains together. You've got a flat plain and there's suddenly a mountain in the middle of it. Um, we drove up a winding road to the top at Masai Point, then hiked the Masai Nature Trail, then started on the trail to Echo Canyon. But it was very rough and downhill. And when we considered we'd have to go back uphill every step that we went down, at a certain point we said, nah, let's turn around. Uh, then we drove back to the bottom and walked a little way along the lower Rhyolite Canyon Trail. By then it was about 2.30, we were tired, and we had a 90-minute drive back to the RV, so we left. It was a good day, and this is a place well worth a visit, and probably spending more than one day. Tuesday, January 18th. Well, it turned out to be a rainy day. We didn't get a lot of them on this trip, but this was one. Um, so... Good for a day of rest. We did take an empty propane tank to be refilled, but that was about it for the day. 
Now, when you spend over three months on a trip like this, you don't need to go full speed every day. A day or two of rest every week is just fine. In fact, it's probably sensible. Wednesday the 19th. We went to the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, and it was well worth the trip. A docent went into great detail about saguaro cactuses and had some samples to show us of seeds, a cross-section, some rib pieces, and so on. There were geological exhibits, fossils, animals, and plants. There were examples of all the minerals that come out of the mines and some wildlife. We saw some of the reptiles and invertebrates that populate the Sonoran Desert, a bobcat, and what looked like about five javelinas, which is a type of peccary distantly related to pigs. Uh, there was a walk-through aviary and hummingbird exhibits. Um, I had trouble getting a picture of the hummingbird since they're very small and move quickly. Uh, but I think our favorite of all was the cactus garden, which was magnificent. Uh, the museum is adjacent to part of the Saguaro National Park, which we will visit later. Now, the Saguaro National Park, interestingly, has two uh, sections that are separated from each other. One is on the west side of Tucson, and the other is part of the is on the east side. So, the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum is on the west side, um, and just up the road is the west part of the Saguaro National Park. Um, now, the one on the east side is near where we're staying in Benson, which is on the east side of Tucson. On Thursday, January 20th, uh, we went to visit Sabino Canyon, a recreation area within the Coronado National Forest, which is operated by the Forest Service. Happily, our National Parks Pass got us free admission. Um, and, you know, if, if you're uh, in the United States, um, you know, get your National Parks Pass. Um, we really scored well because a few years back, they ran a special. And, uh, you know, if you were a senior citizen, I think, you know, anyone over the age of 65, you could get a, a pass, good lifetime pass for $20. <laughs> And we jumped on that, and uh, Cheryl and I each got one, although we only need one, but um, we, we both, at that price, we both picked one up. Um, and so we get free admission to all of the national parks, um, national monuments, um, you know, all sorts of places. And, you know, in this place, uh, part of the national forest, we got in for free. Now, one of the things we were planning to do at this park was a guided tour via tram, but it turned out that all the tickets for this day were sold out. So we thought about it, and we bought two tickets for tomorrow. Um, then we got on a tram ride to the Seven Falls Trailhead. That was not sold out. In fact, you didn't need to buy a ticket for that one. Um, and hiked as far as the first river crossing, of which there were several. Um... This involved clambering across on rocks, and we decided that was a good place to turn around. The hike to the falls was six miles round trip over very uneven and rocky terrain, so we had already decided not to try the whole thing. Um, you know, I'm 70, and my darling wife is like 
two years younger than I am, but you know, neither one of us are spring chickens here, and so we we have to decide what's an appropriate level of activity for us. Um, anyway, we went back to the trailhead and picked up the Bear Canyon Trail, which took us back in the direction of the visitor center. And then it also took us on a short side trip to see the dam. Um, the rivers we saw did have water in them, which we've not seen a lot of in Arizona. Uh, but it appears the water comes out of the mountains. And we did have rain a few days back. Now, every place we looked, the views were fantastic. And we took a lot of photos. I, I'm just in love with this desert sandscape uh, landscape, something we don't have in Michigan and with a distinct kind of beauty. Uh, then we went back to the parking lot. Um, did a lot of hiking today, but I'm feeling like I'm slowly getting in shape for it. We had a couple of walking sticks donated to us by a couple who didn't need them anymore, and we left them on the path uh, back when, uh, when we didn't need them anymore. But we found a Summit Hut store that sold hiking and camping supplies and bought some proper hiking poles. So many of these desert hiking paths are on rough ground, and the poles can really help. Oh, Friday, January 21st. Back to Sabino Canyon, where we had tickets for the 1 p.m. tram tour. The road we took crossed Sabino Creek several times, and in one place the creek flowed over the crossing instead of under. Now, the water is a combination of rainfall and winter snow melt from Mount Lemmon, and made for a very scenic tour. After that, we hiked back to the dam, this time approaching it from the west side. Yesterday, we were on the east side. Uh, then on the way back, we detoured into a nature walk and spotted a crested saguaro with a very interesting shape. Now, a crested saguaro is one where uh, I mean, saguaro cactuses typically just grow up as a straight pole uh, with maybe one or two... Um, branches at a certain point but uh, you know a crested one suddenly sprouts multiple branches at a certain point uh, so we'll get some pictures of this and by the way the links in the show notes you can see all the pictures we took um so by the time we got done it was three thirty, and time to get going our route took us by the davis monthan tucson air force base it kind of looked like a storage facility for older planes. We saw a lot of propeller-driven planes that looked to be in long-term storage. Uh, now, this space is very near the Pima Air and Space Museum we visited earlier, and we finally made our way back home. Saturday the 22nd, after two days of strenuous hiking at Sabino Canyon, we woke up to a cooler, overcast day with rain in the forecast, and it was about time to do some laundry. Uh, so today looks like a day of rest. Later on, some shopping. Um, another Sunday, uh, January 23rd, another cool, overcast day with rain threatening, so we again stayed in the RV. Now, I brought a laptop for gaming, so I went back to my game of Alpha Centauri and won it by cornering the energy market though I could have won it any way I chose since I was so dominant. And then I started another game. So, um, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off, and as always, encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. 
Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.